dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Friday. And it's a sunny Friday. Good. We need some sun. Oh, my goodness. Well, time to do a little prep for Monday's game, if there is a Monday's game, or something like that. Gage has been going crazy online with Roll20. He's just gotten himself in a couple of games that are just fifth, mostly 5th edition games. Pretty much all 5th edition games, but yeah, what are you going to do? Hey, I believe this is our 600th episode, which is interesting. I don't know if that's a milestone or what, but maybe the 1,000th episode it might be. Anyway... I want to talk about dump stats today. And we are going to talk about that after this. Okay, dump stats. As far as I'm concerned, there should not be dump stats in role-playing games. I, you know, dump stats, if uh, very rare, because this is my logic, very rarely, at least in my experience, has have players had an excess of points or whatever you use to build your to build your uh, to build your character or roles, I should say. My friend Brian, he has this complex system. When he runs Second Edition, he has this complex system of rolling your cystic stats, you roll eight, you know, eight sets of stats, and you do this and that, and it just hurts my head thinking about it. But his idea is to try and get the best stats. Well, yeah, that's the objective, to get the best stats. Let's take class and level. Let's take uh, D&D, which I always do around here. So, you know, extrapolate while you will. I mean, point-by systems, they're their own animal, but I think the points I'm making here still apply. Okay, fine. You roll six stats. Say you don't do that complex thing. You just roll six stats. And I always say roll four dice, drop the lowest, and put them where you want. Now, that's the thing. Put them where you want. You put the, depending on the reason, see, the reason I like doing 46, drop the lowest, and put them where you want is because I want players to play the characters they want to play, not oh, I got these six numbers. I just got to figure out what to play based on these six numbers. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people do that. I've done that before as a player when the GM says, okay, you're just going to roll them straight down or something like that. Or you're just using 3D6 or whatever. So so that's okay. But I like to let the players, you know, hey, I want to play a cleric. Okay, well, you've got an 18 here, a 16 here. Da, da, da. Okay, you can match, match this up and play a decent cleric. So I like to let them do that, which results in lower stats at the end, which is okay. But I don't think you should think of them as dump stats. Because even a below average stat, one that you know, the ones that give you minuses, the ones I don't like to use or I don't like, they they are useful. And as a and that's the player's end. Now talking to the game masters, when you write your adventures, now I'm not saying you should totally restructure your your adventures at this point, but I think you should have something for every, not for every player, for every stat. 
Now, it depends on whose stat it is. I mean, you know, if you go in and you need something that takes a lot of dexterity, you choose the player with the best dexterity role. Usually something like the thief or something like that. Or strength. they gotta open a, he's, they got to open a, a portcullis. Okay, well, you have a mage, a rogue or thief, and a fighter. or bar- Let's make him a barbarian. Barbaria with 18 strength. Hey, who's going to be opening that bar? Who's going to be bending bars and lifting gates? The barbarian. So you have him do it. Well, that's something the strength people can do. And you should just, after you write, here's it, after you write your adventure or read through the module or whatever, look and see where these stats can be used. Now, if you want to change that, that's fine, because to me, every adventure doesn't have to have all six stats being used. But at the same time, you could go through that and go, okay, hmm, there's, uh, they got to get it into here. Now, I could just narrate that, or I can make it a climb walls thing, or pick a lock thing, and let the thief do his dexterity thing. So that's the kind of thing you have to look at. I mean, yes, it's it's giving me it's giving you one more thing on your plate, GMs, that you have to look for or or just be aware of. But I think it would behoove you to add that little extra in there because that involve once again, I'm all about player involvement, player immersion into the story, and that's just another tool to get them immersed into the story. Oh, okay, who has the highest constitution? Okay, good. Will you please go swim underwater and go under this gate and open it from the other side? All you have to do is hold your breath and swim. So the best constitution, of course, they're going to be the ones going, you know, diving under there and doing that. That's just a little thing. I mean, if they have to get into, if they have to get into, say, a sewer with a grate that goes down below but not you know, to the ground, they can do that. Now, if you want to make it a little more difficult, you can make the, the grate go down to the bottom of the, of the sewer, and they have to do stuff like, oh, I don't know, saw it through, or maybe figure out how to, maybe there's, there's like hinges they can work or something, and he has to do it underwater. Well, yeah, you're going to watch the person with the, like the 18 constitution to do this. Because they can, one, hold their breath longer, and two, they'll have the fortitude to, to do that, even if they have to like, come up a couple of times to take a breath. But you know, you're not going to get the, the mage down there where he comes up ten times to take a breath just to do it, and it takes twice as long. No, you're going to get the guy with the best constitution. And decent dexterity. This is the case where you have somebody where constitution trumps dexterity. But you should still have good dexterity for something like this. Well, that's just an example, anyway. So my my feeling is you should have something for all six stats to do, even charisma, or something like that. Comeliness and champions. It's don't make don't make dumb stats. Don't don't think of stats as dumb stats. Find something a way for you to do something. I when and when I was playing in that fifth edition game. Uh, Tomb of Annihilation, uh, Curse of Stride, Tomb of Annihilation. I was, I was critting on stat rolls that I shouldn't have been critting on, but I did because I had like a real low dexterity or sneak or something like that, and I would crit it when the guys who have the good stats were not. 
Now that's just now okay, that's just a fluke of the dice. But at the same time, I didn't think of that stat as a dump stat. I just thought of it as a low stat. I have to compensate with something else. That's the whole thing. I mean, I'm not to there. You know, I don't feel like I'm preaching to the choir because there are always newbies out there that's going to hear this, and they got to know about this. Don't think of your stats. There's there there's no place to dump stuff. That's what I'm saying. No dump stats. And if you think of it that way, you think of a more well-rounded character. GMs have a more well-rounded adventure. So think about that while I go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can get a hold of me and leave me a voicemail on Anchor. You know, we're monetized, so as little as 99, 99 cents a month, you can too can help me support help me support this program and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognar Podcast and a couple on Anchor, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert, and Big John Allen Marge's The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.